हेलो स्टूडेंट्स वेलकम टू स्टडी आई क्यूज इनिशिएटिव द पॉडकास्ट आई एम योर होस्ट दीपांश मूरजानी आर लास्ट एपिसोड वॉज ऑल अबाउट डायरेक्टिव प्रिंसिपल्स ऑफ स्टेट पॉलिसी वर्सेज फंडामेंटल राइट्स ऑल आर न्यू लिसनर्स कैन स्ट्रीम आर प्रीवियस एपिसोड नॉट ओनली ऑन यूट्यूब बट ऑल्सो ऑन ऑडियो स्ट्रीमिंग प्लेटफॉर्म्स सच एज स्पॉटिफाई हब हॉपर एप्पल पॉडकास्ट गूगल पॉडकास्ट एटसेट्रा Today's episode will be on Uniform Civil Code. Sir, UCC has been one topic which we hear not quite often, but still it is considered important for Indian politics. And in terms of UPSC, it becomes mandatory to understand each and every aspect of Uniform Civil Code. So, from examination point of view, how can we understand Uniform Civil Code? Uniform Civil Code calls for the formulation of one law for India which would be applicable to all religious communities in matters such as marriage divorce inheritance and adoption the code comes under article 44 of indian constitution which lays down the state shall endeavor to secure a uniform civil code for its citizens throughout the territory of india so can you make us aware on origin of ucc and how did this idea develop during the making of our constitution the origin of the ucc dates back to colonial india when the british government submitted its report in 1835 stressing the need for uniformity in the codification of indian law relating to crime evidence and contracts specifically recommending that personal laws of hindus and muslims to be kept outside such codifications increase in legislations dealing with personal issues in the far end of the british rule forced the government to form the b n rao committee to codify hindu law in 1941 the task of the hindu law committee was to examine the question of the necessity of common hindu laws the committee in accordance with the scriptures recommended a codified hindu law which would give equal rights to women the 1937 act was reviewed and the committee recommended a civil code of marriage and successions for hindus so when students study uniform civil code they often get confused while understanding hindu code bill so can you please simplify it for us the draft of the bn rao committee report was submitted to a select committee chaired by dr b r ambedkar that came up for the discussions in 1951 after the adoption of our constitution while discussions continued the hindu code bill lapsed and was resubmitted in 1952 the bill was then adopted in 1956 as the hindu succession act to amend and to codify the laws relating to unwed successions among hindus buddhist jains and sikhs the act reformed the hindu personal law and gave women greater property rights and ownership it gave women property rights in their father's estate the general rules of succession under the act 1956 for a male who dies intestate in that heir in class 1 succeed in preference to heirs in other classes an amendment to this act 
in 2005 added more descendants elevating females to class 1 heirs the daughters are now allowed to have same share as it allotted to a son sir when you were explaining hindu court bill you had mentioned personal laws so we are inquisitive to understand what are personal laws are they different from civil or criminal laws the difference between civil laws and criminal laws while the criminal laws in india are uniform and applicable equally on all no matter what their religious beliefs are however on the other side civil laws are influenced by faith religious text and personal laws which come into effect in civil cases have always been implemented according to constitutional norms now let's understand what are personal laws laws that apply to a certain group of people based on their religion caste faith and belief made after due consideration of customs and religious texts the personal laws of hindus and muslims find their source and authority in their religious ancient texts in hinduism personal laws are applicable to legal issues related to inheritance succession marriage adoption co-parenting obligations of sons to pay their father's debt the partition of family property maintenance guardianship and charitable donations however in islam personal laws apply to matters relating to inheritance wills successions legacies marriage waqfs dowry guardianship divorce gift and preemption taking roots from quran sir as this episode of uniform civil code is becoming interesting with time the next thing which is making us eager is the aim of ucc what does uniform civil code aim to do and why was it included in dpsp the ucc aims to provide protection to vulnerable sections as envisaged by ambedkar including women and religious minorities while also promoting nationalistic character throughout the territory of india to promote unity when enacted the code it will work to simplify laws that are segregated at present on the basis of religious beliefs like the hindu code bill shariat law and others the code will also simplify the complex laws around marriage ceremonies inheritance succession adoption and making them one for all the same civil law will then be applicable to all citizens irrespective of their faith religious beliefs etc now we'll look at some constitutional provisions for ucc under article 44 the ucc provisions are mentioned the here we see that the state shall endeavor to provide for its citizens a uniform civil code throughout the territory of india whereas in article 37 the state shall endeavor by suitable legislation while the phrase by suitable legislation is absent in article 44 now we will look at why ucc a uniform civil code was enshrined in directive principles of state policy that is dpsp and not in fundamental right the uniform civil code was included in dpsp and not in fundamental right which is enforceable by court of law due to the following reasons first 
Muslim members opposed it in the Constituent Assembly. Then, the pain of partition on the religious ground was still not diminished. The stand taken by Dr. B. R. Ambedkar in the Constituent Assembly was that the UCC is desirable but for the moment it should remain voluntary in nature. Sir, according to you, why do we need UCC and what is its significance in our country? I will try to give you some pointers what are the significance of UCC. The first significance of UCC is to provide uniform principles. Common code would enable uniform principles to be applied in respect of aspects such as marriage, divorce, succession, etc. So that settled principles, safeguard and procedures can be laid down and citizens are not made to struggle due to the conflicts and contradictions in various personal laws. The second significance of UCC is promotion of secularism. One set of laws to govern the personal matters of all citizens irrespective of religion is the cornerstone of true secularism. It would help end gender discrimination on religious grounds and strengthen the secular fabric of the nation. The third significance of UCC is to protection of vulnerable and women's rights. It will protect the vulnerable sections of society. Women have been denied via personal laws in the name of socio-cultural religious traditions. Therefore, UCC could bring all communities together to ensure women the right to a dignified life and control over their life as well as body. The next significance of UCC is reduced discord. What does this mean? If and when the whole population will start following the same laws. Chances are there that it would bring more peace in the living and reduce riots. Hence, religious harmony will be created for peaceful living in the country and we will strive for harmonious society. The next significance of UCC is prevention of religious-based discrimination. Personal laws discriminate between people on grounds of religion. A unified law having the same provisions regarding marital affairs would provide justice to those who feel discriminated against. The next significance of UCC is ending unjust customs and traditions. A rational, common and unified personal law will help eradicate many evil, unjust and irrational customs and traditions which were prevalent across the communities. For example, the law against manual scavenging. It might have been a custom in the past, but in a mature democracy like India, this custom cannot be justified in any sense. The next important significance of UCC can be removing vote bank politics. By opting the UCC, it will remove the religious nexus of the political system in which voters are divided on the basis of religion, caste and etc. UCC also will try to enhance the administrations of democracy. Sir, till now we have discussed all aspects of Uniform Civil Code, but the one which has been untouched till now is challenges related to UCC. So can you enlighten us on challenges which are related to Uniform Civil Code? We can see that the UCC is being implemented in the countries such as 
Morocco, Pakistan, which are one religious dominating countries. There, implementing UCC can be a very smooth cakewalk. However, the countries like India, where the secularism is in its unique form, where the many communities, origins of many religion and coexistence of every religion, where countries like India having a greater religious spectrums of communities, caste, religion, etc. This makes a uniform civil code implementation a complex process. In this context, there will be some challenges to implement UCC. Now let's look at the first challenge to implement UCC, that is violation of fundamental rights. Religious bodies oppose uniform civil code on the ground that it would be interference into their affairs, which would violate fundamental rights guaranteed under Article 25 of Indian Constitution. The next complexity to implement UCC is that it will reduce the diversity of India. It would reduce the diversity of nation by painting everyone in one color. Tribals have their unique customs and traditions as per their culture. Replacing their customs and traditions with a unified law may lead to the identity crisis of the tribals. This may further lead to social tensions in the society. The next hurdle in implementing UCC is communal politics. It would be a tyranny to the minority and when implemented could bring a lot of unrest in the country as minority community will not feel safe and same as the platform for the other majority communities. The next hurdle for implementing UCC is to threat of multiculturalism. As we have already discussed, Indian society has a unique identity in the form of its being multiculturalism and unified law might do away with these unique characteristics of this nation. This will also create a new hurdle of lacking political will. The UCC is a sensitive issue. There is hard to get political consensus on this part. In the multi-party system and democratic setup, the majority decision matters. The minorities are always treated as vote banks by political parties and that's why they become a hurdle in implementing the UCC. Sir, thank you for giving us the information. Dear listeners, we will call it quits for this episode. We will be back very soon with another topic. Till then, keep studying and stay connected with Study IQ. You can listen to Study IQ Presents, the podcast on various audio streaming platforms such as Hubhopper, Spotify, Cuckoo FM, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, etc. Links are pinned in the comment section below. Thank you.